0: Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at greetingspod or on Twitter at greetingscast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. greetings and thank you for joining us here on another episode of greetings the greeting card podcast i'm one half of your host dan conroy and i'm the same half of bobby over same half better carafe of coffee
1: we don't talk about the dark Part the dark half we don't we don't talk about the dark
0: half we don't talk about the dark part of the carafe so you only can drink from a a certain part of it it's one it's like a pythagorean cup you pour it into it and only a certain amount of the coffee from the carafe comes out and the other half we have not cleaned up it is gunky very bad stuff (laughs) yeah you don't want
1: that do you remember they used to have when we were younger they had double walled often plastic glasses that had water in between the two sides. And so it looked like it was always full
0: and it blew your mind. That's like, that is, they did blow my mind. I feel like that was a common gift to receive at like a museum and or science Center gift shop. Does that make any sense? Like, if, if it's, like, an optical illusion kind of cup. So I know what you're talking about the double-walled cups where they got, like, special, like, sparkly goop in it. Yeah. And if you turn it around, or upside down, I mean to say, it, like, kind of drips in a fun, fantastical way. To me, that feels like very much a liberty science center of jersey city thing to get okay cool i'm glad i'm
1: oh man first place i saw a hissing cockroach and i've never forgotten
0: (laughs) Ooh, i remember going to the planetarium there when i was a young little Mm -hmm. sproutling and now i'm a full-grown oak and i haven't gone back can i say though this is my week so we can treat this beginning however i goddamn want the (laughs) liberty science center and i'm putting you on blast right now i wanted to go to the planetarium But they don't let you just buy a planetarium ticket. Now, I understand buying a general admission ticket and then being allowed to go to the planetarium. I understand buying a planetarium ticket and it might be a little bit more expensive, but I still get to go to the planetarium, but I don't get to go to the rest of the exhibits. I'm a grown ass man. And if you've ever been to Liberty, this is a very niche thing. Folks, Liberty Science Center is, as the name implies, a science center. And it's like a science museum in Jersey City, New Jersey. And straight up, it's mostly for, like, children. They have, like, nights for adults, but for the most part, the exhibits are made for, like, children to get into science. So, like, I wouldn't want to see the rest of it anyways. Those dinguses charge you a full price admission, which is not, like, super cheap, and then you have to pay a separate planetarium admission. Now, that really? is horse pucky. Oh, oh that is pure horse pucky to me.
1: Liberty, indeed. Yeah, live live free or pay for it. You know, that's the model yeah. of the Liberty Science Center.
0: Give me an hour in a planetarium with a bored scientist or give me death. That's how I feel. And with that, Bobby, we are in springtime, as the solstices would tell us. And I wouldn't say it's a boring season, but I think a lot of people after if people do Easter, if they don't, it's been a lull of holidays for a while. We, of course, have our upcoming celebratory holidays, as we talked about last week for our Families, if we've got, if you do Mama's Day, if you do Peepop's Day, little things in between as well. But I think for the most part, people often look at, in general, the secular springtime holidays. There seems to be a little bit of a lull. However, I did a little bit of a wormhole before we came on. Boop, Ooh. boop. And that is, I was going into finding the unsung spring holidays. And wouldn't you goddamn know it, this very day, I'm talking Year of Our Zeus. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's (gasps) our Zeus. Oh, goody, goody, goody gumdrops, Bobby. I think we found ourselves a problem. Okay, so here's what I was going to say. Continue as if there's no problem. It's all right. The ship won't sink. We'll pretend our ship's not sinking because Bobby and I are the kings of wishful thinking. So, okay, I was on a reputable website called books.com like uh, bouquet, s- but w- sure once more, please? it's books.com b-o-u-q-s.com you tell me how to say it there were so many ways i could have mispronounced or misread that so thank you for clarifying i'm trying to even think like it could have been books but it's not i don't know so anyways on this cutely shortened term for bouquets i'm guessing They are talking about the unsung holiday, which it says on their website is happening today, year of our Zeus, 2023, April 24th, National Sense of Smell Day. (laughs) However, and I'm just noticing this right now, IRT in real time on National Today, our favorite website, Mm -hmm. nationaltoday.com, that National Sense of Smell Day is in fact April 29th. So which, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Up. So Hold so books.com dot com, which I really want to stop saying because I'm afraid that it's gonna be something else. Um, that came out in twenty twenty one. So maybe National Census Smell Day changes year to year, like Easter. Like Ramadan. Like Ramadan, which is pretty close to my name if you think about it. Ramadan. Alright. Yeah, I'll accept it. Yeah. Cool. Judges? Ding 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 ding. It's a thing you said. So this year, it's actually April 29th. So I got into a bit of a wormhole this week, Bobby, where I was looking at National Sense of Smell Day. And for those who don't know, let me explain. National Sense of Smell Day is an annual event held on the last Saturday in April. That's why it was different. Uh-huh. To start the conversation around the sense of smell. Smell is one of the five senses. Blah, 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 blah. As people age, there's a natural decline in the sense of smell. It was founded in 1994 by the Sense of Smell Institute, or the SSI, the research and division of the Fragrance Foundation, which then I did way too much time looking into that. I then found out, about I kept reading this you can look up this yourself online learning about aristotle was one of the first philosophers to talk about smell how smell is important to us in th- <laughs> apparently <laughs> if you look at they they made something on the website called the national sense of smell day timeline which if that is worth your weight in silver and gold in the year 1370 europe creates its first modern perfume the first modern perfume was titled Hungry water. Now, oh
1: no, that feels somehow <laughs> offensive.
0: It does, doesn't it? Because I'm not talking about hunger. That I'm not talking about water that didn't get a good breakfast in and is now peckish at noon. I'm referring to the country country of Hungary, that <laughs> it's called Hungary water. Now, yeah. What do you think that smells like
1: puppies? Oh, what does hungry water smell like? Oh boy, I and I can't dip into cultural xenophobia. Well, this is going to be tough. Let's see what I can do. I hear. know, what a shame, right? What does a Magyar smell like? What does a Hungarian desire? It's an age-old question. My age, it's as, for as long as I've been alive, I've asked it. I would think it must smell like the carpathian mountains after a spring rain it must smell like mm. the idea that you could be part of a dual empire while never fully understanding exactly what empire you're a part of it must smell like that a little bit i think it must smell a little bit like a little like a a really clean dracula like like it, i know it's romania but like, really
0: clean dracula but like they're
1: close enough you know it's like you you get some sense of dracula but like not 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 too soon and uh some kind of pastry i'm sure like a delightful flake pastry i'm sure would be a little bit in there you
0: gotta think that the historical dracula vlad dracula was probably pretty hygienic considering he was a wallachian prince and if you overlook the fact that he was imprisoned for over 10 years and also the other fact that he was super into impalement you gotta figure that he probably was pretty fresh smelling I would think I, I would so, agree, and yeah. and
1: I'd get sick if I were him of people being like, you know, tell us you're you're new to this province. We need to know three things about you, and everyone is like, I know one thing about you, Vlad. He's like, I know, I know, I collect CDs. It's a, it's embarrassing.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I've got all of Beck's discography on CDs. I get it. Dracula loves Beck. That's now now playing on UPN nine. Uh, <laughs> It's just, like, the worst kind of hipster that, like, just talks about Beck the whole time. I was going to say, that's beautiful, Carpathian Mountains on a rainy day. But what do you think, yeah,
1: Hungary smells like, or Hungary water, to be more Smoke, correct? Smoked
0: paprika, I don't know. Oh,
1: I'd like that. Yeah, that's, what I
0: was say. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Smoked paprika, maybe discovering Mozart. You know, that was probably, right, Austro-Hungarian.
1: Yeah, uh... Was he... Oh, that was
0: Holy Roman, actually, he, wasn't it? He would have been... Was He's like, Aust- He was Austrian, He right? was
1: Austrian. I think the Austrian Empire at that time was its own country. I don't think that the hung, the Austro-Hungarian Empire... This is fun for the kids out there. I don't think they really incorporated is. until about 1870. So it would have just... Mozart, it would not have smelled like Mozart, I don't think. But I'm sure there were lots of Hungarian... Bartok, it probably smelled a lot like Bartok, I'm sure that... Probably Bartok. Yeah. What are five of your other
0: favorite Hungarian musicians, Dan? Don't think. Just go. I hate when you put me on the spot like this. You know that I have too many to choose from. I mean, the first one is obviously Beck. And then the first Beck, obviously. There's one for every generation. Now, real Hungary water, actually sometimes called Queen of Hungary's water. And then I'm not going to say what it is in French because I'll just get that wrong. It was the oldest surviving recipes call for distilling fresh rosemary and thyme with brandy, oh. while later formulations contain wine, lavender, mint, sage, marjoram, c- costus. Don't know what that is. Orange blossom and lemon. What is costus? It's a species of thistle. Okay, so it was just smelly water. It was just very good smelly water. Kind of bitter at the end, right? I, because if it has the
1: softer flavors like the flowers and the and the sense you have at the front but to be mixed in brandy it must have sort of a bite or some kind of alcoholic cleansing scent at the end no i don't i'm just guessing maybe
0: here. i no maybe i mean i believe and don't quote me on this one but like perfume and cologne in itself not being a parfumist myself their base is alcohol so that would just be it would probably be ah. like a it's a neutral spirit that's also like where you get like stories of like terrible consumption of alcohol happening like i think there was a story of John Barrymore would like drink perfume when he was desperate. Like oh, there's like Lord. that thing because, oh, yeah. because that it, it is alcohol based. So it will make you sick, but it is alcohol based. Oh. So it is usually made of a neutral grain spirit. Wow.
1: Uh, well, you never know what you're going to learn at Greetings, and that's how I feel here. So
0: I'm, That's how we find out I, stuff, guys, is Bobby and I jump on here and talk about stuff we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And, of course, like you wouldn't know, for example, because, well, actually, Bobby, do you know the name of the award ceremony that's happened yearly for the various different smells and parfums around the world?
1: Yeah, it's uh, the Sentacular. Full Stop. It's called the Sentacular.
0: It's called the Smellrific Sentacular. I'll give you half credit for the points. It was. It's the Smellrific Sentacular, powered by Sonic Burger, and it and it, and on the bottom, it's it's not Sonic Burger presents. It says powered, powered by Sonic by Burger, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> and it is in fact the yearly celebration of all the favorite smells that you can get at Sonic Burger, like tater tot and drive through. She's not calling back. Roller skate. It's two a.m. That smell. It is called the Fifi Awards. (laughs) <laughs> or Fifi, you tell me. Another one of those moments where you guys tell me. And an annual event is sponsored by the Fragrance Foundation, which honor the fragrance industry's creative achievements, known as the Oscars of the fragrant industry. And I have no reason to not believe you. The award ceremony was conceived by the former president. Blah blah blah. Congratulations. The last winner, which I guess they've had a break since COVID 2019, the last winner of Women's Fragrance of the Year was Ariana Grande's Cloud. So I guess Ariana Grande was on a cloud when one or
1: was she the cloud seems like she was the no seems like she owned the cloud based off of that title but maybe she was the cloud we'll never know
0: is ariana grande can anyone confirm or deny if ariana grande is made of clouds
1: well dan i've got a special surprise for you come on out ariana
0: finally we get a celebrity i've always wondered what kind of celebrity we're going to get first on this podcast if we get any because well, jake uh, Busey won't be- return my voicemails oh no <laughs> which is the which is the name of your memoirs <laughs> jake Busey won't return my voicemails <laughs> Just you saying next to a photo of him from Starship Troopers. (laughs) But I was also thinking about smells because it's funny how, like, this paragraph on National Today kind of goes on. One of the things they mention, of course, is that, like, people age as a natural decline in sense of smell. It also goes on to say that it is believed that smell was one of, like, the first universal senses that humans use to perceive different things like i'm trying oh it says here in evolution the sense of smell is believed to be the oldest sense that nearly all living creatures used to have wow so it's like that's i mean take that from NationalToday.com. but it's interesting to think about because if i recall correctly and tell me if i'm wrong bobby both of us have dealt with the big boy covid if i remember oh, yes. uh, being diagnosed mm-hmm. so I, don't, I forget if you did bobby you'll have to remind me i know that i went through a lack of smell and then a transition of my smell. I went through anosmia, which is a complete lack of t- of taste and smell, and then later on that would evolve into parosmia, which is sort of it it one way to look at it, it's like a distortion of your tastes and smells, so things taste weird and different. Did you go through that, Bobby? No,
1: I didn't. I I guess you call me lucky, I suppose, but I had a very stuffy nose and couldn't smell, but it wasn't due to anosmia. It was just sort of the passages were blocked. So, can I ask then, like what was it like to have paranosmia which is when the sensations are mixed up is that is that how do you say it what was the, the word? totally yeah.
0: uh f- first off happy to talk about it but I, I believe it's so like that's that's what i was told it was i'm reading something here uh just a quick and you still have you,
1: you're fine now or you still have it because i know some people I deal with it for a very long time
0: they yes long covid sufferers will in fact deal with it for much longer and many of them for decades, or sorry, for years, wow. uh, per- perhaps decades. We don't know yet. Unfortunately, I, I said decades too soon because we haven't reached decades yet. But it's very possible it could it could be. We're still learning exactly how long long COVID lasts for. I mean, now we're talking about for many people nigh on three years. Yeah, exactly. So just going on an infographic i have right here prosmia defined as the inability of the brain to properly identify an odor's natural smell so it gets perceived as differently and how i it was kind of told to me was your brain is sort of messing up the messages that the olfactory senses are giving to the brain and making it go somewhere else so the anosmia was actually pretty simple like i was eating stuff i do not like like i (laughs) i even though i am italian american i do not like broccoli rob and my mom made a big bowl of it it was the first time I ate an entire plate of it when I was down at my parents' house. I because I didn't taste anything. The bitterness for those who know broccoli Rob, it's a, it's a very healthy for you, and and if you like it, it's it is truly delicious. I just find it to be quite bitter. But um, I didn't taste bitter anymore, so I just ate a big bunch of it. It tasted like spinach to me. What what I could taste, which was very little, but then it evolved into parmesio, which is kind of hilarious because again, your brain will misconstrue flavors. And for those who have different experience with it, I believe people do or people are like, well, what do you mean by that? I'm being serious when I say like onions tasted like and smelled like diesel. Oh, when someone cooked onions, it smelled like someone was like. I don't know how else to explain it, like cooking gasoline. I know you really can't like cook gasoline without it exploding, but anyway, you could expand the fragrance of literal diesel fuel. That's what it smelled like to me. Wow.
1: Yeah, I don't have a good recipe for cooked gasoline, but maybe one of our listeners would care to share. We, we're open to suggestions any type you want. We
0: want Hungarian dishes only, though. Don't give me your Italian versions of gasoline. Mm. I want ancient Hungarian cabbage-wrapped gasoline. Yeah give i that's what i want that's what i think bobby and i deserve we've given you enough content now it's time for you to start it's time to start giving back back. (laughs) time for you to start where you've taken so so much what else um if i wanted like you know a beer or spirits or anything like all alcohol tasted like ethanol like just pure no no like flavor complex or anything so i ended up if i wanted a beverage with friends for a couple months i would just like drink like like the cheapest beer because it didn't taste like anything. It didn't matter. I think the funniest was I was kind of off meat for a little bit. Not entire. I I was off eating meat regularly because it all just tasted like bologna. Like it all tasted like the cheapest (laughs) meat. Like anything, I don't chicken. mean to laugh. It's just I'm, I'm imagining. No, no, it's hilarious. I'm no, no, please you having laugh. A it's hilarious. Filet
1: mignon and just thinking like ah,
0: oh, bologna again. Just having like having a well like a nice medium rare prime rib with all the fixins, and you're like mm, baloney and potatoes, <laughs> just like Dad used to make. Give me that Peter Luger steak us for this baloney. Okay, can I get the B and P? It's bologna and potatoes, sir. We've asked you not to call our meat that. I know you're dealing with something, and I appreciate that. But but we're not. Also, put your mask back on. That's inappropriate. <laughs> I um I don't. Suggest it to anybody. Try to avoid it if you can. But I will say people did ask me like, oh, are you afraid that you are going to lose your flavors forever? And is that like a sad thing for you? And a part of me was like, you know what? It's kind of funny. I I, I got to experience what meat tastes like for 30 years. Now it tastes like something different. Oh, my God. That's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. You know, like I no, I'm fine now. I'm pretty sure. But it's funny, though, because going back to what I was saying earlier, I think everything tastes the way it did. But I have no evidence of that. I think everything tastes the way it used to. Because in
1: a way, you can only go by your own senses. You know, this is empiricism. All I know is what I sense by myself. That's all I can tell myself. So I... But that's... No way of saying... Yeah, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, no. I was just agreeing with you. Like, there's literally... You're right. Like, I don't have a counsel. I can't, like, ask my friends, hey, do you remember when I tasted that thing? Does it taste like the way I used to? I'm literally the only person. And when I'm gone, (laughs) I'll be the only person who have ever done that. And that's actually kind of... In a way, it's hilarious, but in another way, it's also kind of not disheartening because I, it's, I, I, it's not a negative to me. It's it's just funny. Like, there's no way for me to prove that this thing tastes the same I because I, I only have myself and I can't trust me. I wasn't able to trust me before this. Why would I start trusting myself <laughs> yeah, now? This
1: assumes that Dan before this was a reliable source, and I can tell you, listener, that that is a loaded question. There,
0: not at all. The complete opposite. Just like you can't trust him for a hill of your favorite kind of beans. Which I think for me is black. Bobby, do you have a preference for beans? I could go. I, I could I could futz with a a black
1: bean once in a while. A cannellini wouldn't go amiss. You know, ever so often. Does a chickpea count as a bean, or is that something else entirely? I'll I'll accept it. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: yeah. I'd I'd fuck any one of those beans. Is that what we're saying? That that's
1: what I hope we're saying, because if not, I got to go. I'm too embarrassed to continue.
0: No, no. Listen, we expose ourselves here on Greetings, the greeting card pod- a podcast. We're open. We're truthful. And that's it. And and we're <laughs> not charging you by the minute. I hope that's okay. It's $5 for each additional minute. <laughs> Everyone check your bank accounts. Bankrupt in our audience. Well, in order for you guys not to be totally bankrupt, we will get to the bologna and potatoes of the situation, which <laughs> is our greeting card. <laughs> Bobby, do you have the greeting card nearby? I'm opening it up right now, my man. And while you're opening that up, Bobby, I do encourage our ding-dongs to check out the card for themselves at Pod on Instagram or at GreetingsCast on Twitter for as long as that's open. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I know you don't believe it because you have a hard time believing us, but it makes a difference. Okay? Each rating you give sends Bobby one step closer to going to Eagle School. And we need him to learn how to fly. I need to live at the
1: top of the Liberty Science Center. Without Eagle School, I have to scale it like a friggin' beetle. And I don't want to do that.
0: Look, I'll be very honest with you. Bobby's nests, as for now, because I have a live cam that goes up on YouTube to check out how his nest making is doing with his eggs. Him and Maddie's eggs. They're fine. It's perfectly fine. He's using too many Mountain Dew bottles. I wish he would use like wood, but he's doing fine. And I see I've noticed a lot of fruit roll up wrappers, and I don't know if that's to like entice his mate Maddie. I, you, you tell me. You're the one making it. It's not my. It's not your nest. I don't really feel like you have the right to
1: criticize what what I'm doing with my nest.
0: Hashtag not my nest. You're right. Let's get that started, guys. Get that on the social media. Calling out that. Calling out that
1: C- Tucker Carlson. Not my nest.
0: He's not on Fox anymore, so maybe he can have that. I'm building a nest for Tucker Carlson. (laughs) I'm building. Bobby's building a nest for. You heard it here, folks. Bobby is officially building a nest for Tucker Carlson. Is that a positive? Is that a negative? Get on the YouTube live feed and see. Bobby, do you have that card ready to go? I sure do. All righty. So
1: we got here, I think, a very charming first page for the listener who is not using their eyeballs, which is fine. You know, you'll you'll get there eventually. Keep reaching for that. You don't need them. You don't need them. That's fine. Don't worry about it. We have a white background foreground we have what looks like would you call is that a tom collins glass stand you're a bit more of a mixologist than me or is that it's too it's too thick right too short and thick for a tom collins glass
0: i think that's too much i agree with you i think that's too much of a stouty boy to be a collins glass i thought collins glasses were were tall thin and stupid which is not me except for the stupid part i feel like this is close it's like trying it's not a julep cup It's trying to be like a rocks glass. It's like a whiskey. It's like
1: a little taller than a whiskey tumbler, but it kind of has a similar shape to it, I guess. Exactly.
0: And now actually I'm looking up if it would be... Yeah, because a whiskey tumbler and a rocks glass are kind of similar. I think it's kind of like more what you'd call like a straight up rocks glass. Yeah. As opposed to like a flatter whiskey tumbler. But yeah, I'm not I'm not too sure. I feel like this is not a conventional glass for any one thing. Well,
1: however you want to put it, it's gorgeous. I I actually think that it kinda has a bit of a cartoony vibe, but not not Looney Tunes ish, sort of like a a classier cartoon. Your Ed's Eds and Eddies. Your Johnny Your Johnny's Bravo.
0: Your powdered puffed girls. Your powdered
1: puffed girls, exactly. And the glass has at the top a lime and I sound like such an idiot because, as I've mentioned, I think in earlier episodes, I have a hard time with fruit and vegetables. Is it basil isn't uh, presumably is that the top basil leaves is that what goes into drinks or is it parsley it's not parsley right parsley it's go not into
0: well you know what no 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 we let's let's hey listen ding dong sit down shut up not the animated show that didn't go anywhere on NBC or Fox I can't remember where they played that yeah. but the let's let's play in the space here let's play in the playground I basil is a delightful choice for like a pim's cup yeah. or a couple of other oh basil lemonade an alcoholic basil lemonade a red basil lemonade is quite delicious I initially thought that this was a mint leaf uh, in the vein of like a mojito or a julep but I don't think you're in the wrong to think whatever you want, Bobby. I'm trying to think what goes
1: with lime. Like, was there any leaf
0: that also- I would say mint. Yeah, you like right. Mo- it's mint. Like mo- it's clearly mint, of course. Like mojito. Well, I mean, you know, uh, basil and lime go really well together in a pim's cup. So I don't want you talking about my friend like this. This doesn't make me feel good.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe the nest is for me. Maybe I've been building the nest all along for numero uno. To, to feel You got to
0: use more herbs in your nest is what I'm thinking. Like, uh, you got to make it more like you ever just sit in potpourri? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was
1: lining it with after the Mountain Dew bottles was just filled with potpourri, some old newspapers, all-star ledgers from New Jersey and some Twix wrappers. Yeah, exactly. You nailed
0: it. Is it uh, original Twix flavor or are you doing like those new like mint Twixes they make? Oh, uh, the Mo- Berry Berry
1: Twix. Twix. Yeah, where they fill it with jelly. Oh
0: yeah. oh, yeah, just pure mint jelly inside of those Twix bars. <laughs> Gross. gross. <laughs> it's like it's like they're what they do with Kit Kats in Japan, except none of them are good. <laughs> they just make gross Twix flavors. Because you can get like, if, for those that don't know, you can get like, in Japan, you can get like infinite types of Kit Kat flavors. And we got to start doing that in this country with Twix, except gross.
1: <laughs> Travel to Japan, live your life, get a good Twix, get get a baloney Twix and feel good about yourself. Get a
0: baloney flavored Twix, get one that tastes like pure gasoline. The gasoline flavored Twixes are amazing over in Japan. I guess you could say they're big in Japan. All right. So
1: we've established that it's a drinking glass. It looks like a nice little cocktail. We have the interior of the glass, presumably the liquid, is like a very light greenish color, like a lime limeish color. At the top of the glass is the bottom half of a lipstick stain, so you know someone's either having a very good night or is sloppy putting on lipstick and you know. I hey. know. Hey. Hey, uh, and the, the letters of the words of the message At the start of this card, which is the best way I could have phrased that in sort of bubbly maroon letters, very fun looking, says, I love you more than a drunk girl loves complimenting strangers in bar bathrooms, period. Now, Dan, this is the first image you see. I'm formulating my thoughts. I'm right behind you. What this is what you saw in the store and you were drawn to it like a moth to a flame or or was there something else that caught your eye?
0: Well, I was drawn to it like a moth to a flame, I'd say. I was drawn to it like a mosquito to just a bag of blood you keep outside because that's how you keep the the bad spirits out. I gotta keep it hot. Gotta keep that. (laughs) Hey, Hot Blood in the Sun (laughs) and and Other Short Plays by Dan Conroy. You gotta... (laughs) You you gotta keep it out in order to get the coagulation going. I was drawn to it because there is a fun animated celebratory design to it Mm -hmm. that look, I, I very much like a moth. If something's shiny on a card, it will attract me to at least have a look. I think, you know. Part of the greeting card experience is that initial few seconds where you are looking blindly through the many layers of potential greeting cards, and you see one that just sparkles in the beautiful moonlight of fluorescent lighting above you, and you go... (laughs) Here I here I am. This is me. Love me, hate me. Don't not date me. Here I go and again,
1: I, all on my own, walking down the only road I've ever known.
0: Only listen to Poison when you're in the convenience store. Is that Poison or is that White Snake? They're basically the same. I don't feel the need to differentiate. You're only listening to glam metal. Let's. They don't deserve to be separated by each other. They're just all too much hairspray, which you might be buying at the convenience store. So I saw this card and I was enamored by the sparkliness of the lime and the mint, but I also. Thought to myself after reading just the front of it, we have found a continuing plot line of greeting cards. Now, Bobby, <gasps> I feel like we are. Cr- oh my you don't god! You're
1: right, of course. But for the stupid ding dongs, why don't you
0: talk about it first? <laughs> for, for the for the real sack of diapers, ding dongs. For the remedial we- ding dongs. For the ones who didn't get into AP greetings, the, the earth science ding dongs, you know what I mean? For the drama club ding dongs, who are you taking it because it's the easier elective, said Dan, who was a drama club president. This is a continuation of one of the veteran favorites, the milestones here on Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast, which is Girls Night girls nights are better than therapy and we had a card a couple of weeks back i am now blanking on which one it was that was a continuation it was of, sorry for being salty it was the apology
1: uh yes Marga- it the was apology the... margarita as, as we've come to call it and i just decided yes to. it was the
0: apology margarita now what we are doing with these cards dear ding dong is creating a plot line of an evening out in itself so now ne- mm-hmm. so we've got the be- we got the beginning chapter which is girls night or we might, unless we find something that starts off the night. But as of right now, the very first card, Girls' Night, is our genesis. Girls' Nights are better than therapy. We now have our ultimate ending card, which is the Sorry Margarita. That is, the night has ended, the makeup has worn off, and so has your not having a headache. And now you have to apologize with a brunch arita, which is what I call it when you put hollandaise sauce in a martini glass. Oh. Now this card, well, okay, there's vodka in it calmed down, but this one... I don't know why that made that better. This one, we find ourselves sort of in the middle. We're in that in the pocket of that night, which is going well or or really taking a downturn, depending on how you sell, how you usually, depending on how depending you usually spend how you your feel About
1: Britney Spears karaoke. That's that's the real the real pivot point for the evening so far.
0: Either it's a good toxic or it's a bad toxic, and you're going to find that out pretty soon. So because this card. I think puts us right in the middle of either you agree with this or you staunchly disagree. The sentiment, I love you more than a drunk girl loves complimenting strangers in bar bathrooms. Do they really love doing that? Or is that just a thing that's happening right now? I don't really know. And if you are a drunk girl who loves complimenting strangers in bar bathrooms, DM us so we can, uh, both of us, two dudes, can learn how wrong we are. But, so we can bring you a sweater and a ride home. Come on. You've got work in the morning. Come on. Let's go in. We're going to get something greasy and disgusting, and then we're going to get at least a glass of water in you and then have you sleep on your side. We're going to get you some uh, bologna frites, and you'll be right as rain in a couple hours. How would you like a non ethyl based cocktail? And let's get you bowling. That'll, that'll sober you yeah, right Ethel up. Ethel Barrymore will be nowhere near this cocktail. Don't worry about it. Not at all. Bobby, what do you think of this card? Do you think it speaks the truth that... That is a beloved pastime, complimenting strangers in bar bathrooms. Because to me, that feels like more like a thing that you don't love or hate. It's just kind of a thing you do. If you see something nice, you just go that's a nice thing. Like it's, is is that something you actually, is that a, is that an activity that you can remember fondly, belovedly doing?
1: Well, having spent relatively little time in women's bathrooms, just because it's just not my scene. um, Statistically speaking, statistically, but you know, look, look, it's, it's a brave new world out there. I imagine this happens. I couldn't say at what frequency I do know just from general talk I've had with friends of any gender and sex that, Traditionally speaking, in men's bathrooms, there's a lot less talking going on. There's a lot less sharing of implements, sometimes by necessity, sometimes by design, and sometimes by preference and personality. So I am sure this happens and I I'm really thinking hard about the idea that this is a card that represents the begin or excuse me, the middle of a night out. It'd be girls' night out card is beginning of the night. This is the turning point of the night. And then you give the sorry, I'm salty card at the morning afterwards. But could you imagine there seems to be such a market? I didn't know this. Really, this podcast helped me. It it can help us all. But there's a market for what seems to be like bachelorette parties of people going out. And there's a market of women who are like, you know what's going to make this night really freaky? Carefully curated (laughs) greeting cards.
0: I suppose I didn't know that either. That's right. I, I didn't know... That there was an amount of people that would choose any opportunity to get a greeting card. And I think... We've hit three. Do you know what
1: my guess was in the beginning when we did this? How many Bachelorette greeting cards I thought we were going to encounter? It was about zero.
0: (laughs) That is just not a holiday... Where that happens. That's just not a, that's not a celebration where a piece of paper giving you my emotions is necessary. No. I thought the emotion was that I agreed to do $200 with you for a weekend Airbnb where it's four bedrooms and no bathroom. <laughs> and then. And then we go to like a town that no one's heard of, except it's got a couple of cool bars. And we spend the rest of the time trying to get enough protein back in our bodies because of all the alcohol we consumed in like a bad juxtaposition balance. So yeah, I, I agree that I too did not know that this many bachelorette party or girls night out cards, we can even say existed. But I think because we're only on what episode 36 at this point, 37, we still have, or actually we're probably close to 40 at this point. We have journeys ahead of us. And I think we need to balance it out with finding bachelor party cards because I, I can't believe that only one half, give or take, of the world's populace is being catered to for this event that some people do with greeting cards. I have to imagine that there is one like, guys, night, time to get ruined. I don't know, whatever they would. What, I'm trying time to, to lay I waste could, to this desolate land. It's time to take a sledgehammer to your life. <laughs> <laughs> I I just can't. Uh, we don't write greeting cards. We just review the damn things. But you're right that so far we have found so many cards for girls nights. And if I'm going on a girls night, if I am gung ho, if I am dressed to the nines, I am looking good. I am getting something fruity and I'm asking for a double of it. I can't think that I would even remember to get a greeting card. No, party.
1: you would leave this in the Uber you used to pull up to the Bachelorette's apartment. No question yeah. at all.
0: <laughs> I would buy this and then get so excited about going out with my friends that I would drop it in the convenience store before. Like, I basically just donated to a CVS. <laughs> I could have I just thrown them $5 and gone, I'm not getting anything. Bye. And that could have been it. You
1: hand the Bachelorette this card, maybe, but only if you have also lost your cell phone in the bargain. Like, that's the only way that this card makes it into somebody's hand. You accidentally picked it up instead of your phone. Not cell phone, smartphone. What am I saying? What is this? 2014?
0: No, I had my, I mean, look, I, you know, we were in the bar together and, you know, I was just really jamming out to some new Shakira on my Zune and I forgot to pick it up. And instead I picked up this greeting card and I was like, I guess this is yours now trying not to fret about not having my Zune anymore. Cause I'm like, well, it's not like I can get another one of those.
1: It's okay. You got the necklace made of old hit clips. That's what you really
0: wanted. God, old hit clips. I I knew a few people who had those and I was so jealous of them and now I look back we and I was were. like, they you? were gods. But I forget. Did you get a whole song or did you no, only get like 30, only seconds? 30
1: seconds? Of, you got one sixth of a pop song which is worth <laughs> even less than the not fries that you get at a McDonald's drive-thru.
0: That sounds like a punishment. That sounds like you should be forced to listen to 30 seconds of a pop song. Like, okay, you, you wrote School Sucks but. But on the walls, you have to listen to thirty seconds of "Miss Independent" by Kelly Clarkson over and over. <laughs> that sounds like it's more of a punishment. And then, oh, the song does. The song ends at thirty seconds, and then you go right into "Genie in a Bottle" by Christina Aguilera, <laughs> and then you go right into I don't know something by Menudo. Like it's always something, always something pop. But only you don't you don't get the full satisfaction of the whole damn song. No,
1: and the backstreet boys like, and that makes you larger than. Li- it's like I gotta play it again I have no idea larger than
0: what larger than what tell me why ain't nothing but a that's it play tape again and then your mom says we really gotta leave this Nordstrom (laughs) this is not for us and you have to think like creating the tableau of the beginning of this card we've got a lipstick stain but clearly there is more liquid in that drink The party is far from over. The night, we we are not getting a sweater draped over us, and we are not heading back in a lift. We have got some time on our hands, and already one of our friends has been in the bathroom for 45 minutes, and not for any reason that would necessitate 45 minutes. Like, literally just standing there going, I really like your skin health. What kind of moisturizers do you use? Are you on a vino? Tell me now, because I have bad dermatitis. Just give me your skin. Can I have your skin? Stop being mean. And then they like come back and they're just like, that girl would not give me her skin. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. We need to leave.
1: Well, look, from what I've heard, there's a
0: camaraderie
1: in a women's bathroom. You just don't get that in a men's. Men's are like, keep your skin to yourself. Don't even look at me. Don't even think about my skin and peeling it off of me like a candy wrapper. You
0: know, as a man in this country, I just want to say, like, I don't understand why men just don't share skin sometimes. Like, we, we've we got plenty of it. It's the largest organ on our body. Just give me a little. It's give to- me a little it's slice. It's toxic
1: masculinity. We were born into this, and it's our job to dig ourselves out. Of our skin
0: toxic masculinity is a many headed hydra and greetings at the greeting card podcast we say here and now what we're gonna fight of it of all the different things about toxic masculinity that need to be slayed like the gorgon that it is our thing we're gonna worry about is skin removal and swapping if you are a guy out there and you think hey maybe i'm a little too patriarchal in my ways and in an incel fashion go out there and share your skin with somebody give a piece give a piece cut your skin off a little bit and give it to somebody out there
1: yeah You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't.
0: Sorry, the hate clip stopped. I got to start it again. <laughs> hey, all that glitter is gold. Only shaking sh- <laughs> only shaking stars. Only, sh- only
1: shaking stars.
0: Why are these stars shaking? <laughs> this is terrifying. Help me. I'm in pain. It's, I can the smell the universe. It's awful. <laughs> the universe smells like baloney. Wait, wasn't that that thing that is that I feel like that's like a a faux science thing where people know what the universe smells like. Oh space right, smells. yeah.
1: There's some. Someone said astronauts come back, sort of so, like having an odor or something, or they 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 <gasps> can smell things. Is that
0: is that what it, it is? It, there was. I remember it now because an ex of mine had a perfume that was supposedly smells like space, and it <laughs> really like I said earlier about smelling like diesel. That's kind of what it, uh, space smells like. Gasoline. Space smells like the BP. On on Jackson Boulevard. You know what I always say about BP? It's a cool place, and this day it gets cooler. It looked, uh, now I wait till it spills oil in the ocean. So Dan, so far
1: I love this card. Got no complaints. Cool. I think it's good Fission. as gold. I'm, I'm looking forward to see if this develops into a really good Girls Night Out or a really bad night. Because as you said, this is the tipping point. This is karaoke's on. You're on your fourth sex on the library you could it could go either way at this point and I'm moving on to page two here
0: we go okay
1: this is really good use of the blank page usually it's all white as you said this is the time for reflection for thought for yes figuring out if Jody said those things and if so why and if, if so where is she and if so hold my earrings
0: well as we all know just not to interrupt you but like you know I, I'm trying to be patient with Jody. she's going through Dracula College and she's doing a great job so far but if I have to hear one more way in which I can you know pike a person through the middle of their navel one more time I'm going to flip oh, God. this is by far the most
1: gross episode we've ever done I think <laughs> It's the most, most body horror episode, I think, to date. I think
0: there's some contesting other episodes, but I get your point. That's right.
1: We had Christmas Cat. That one that one was pretty Clyde Barker-y. Um, Fuck Christmas Cat. Uh, so the inside cover of the card is a little bit darker lime green background. But, uh, more like a seafoam green, I guess, maybe. Because I agree. In the foreground, for the listener, there are more lime wedges and more, we presume, mint leaves, we think. But they're, again, really nice cartoons, very colorful, very lively. I am digging this so far because the white background in the reflection page of the card sometimes gets a little dull. You know, like, guys, you got the space. You know, use it. Use it for limes. Put as many limes as you can fit. Nothing's stopping you.
0: So often we have to use the middle page on Greetings the Greeting Card podcast as our moderation and meditation station. And I think for a lot of the cards, especially the ones that blow us away on the first page, we do need that space. It's kind of like the space they have in offices nowadays. Day for you to either a rest or b breastfeed, which I feel like they're more for the latter than they are the former, and not, but, not at the
1: same time. Please, please, if it's occupied, it's occupied. It's not a shared space. Please,
0: please. Yeah, hi Brenda. Sorry, I just need to get in here for like thirty seconds and <laughs> like balance my 2 hours ba- I need to balance my chakras while you're while you're pumping for your baby. If you'll excuse me, sorry. Oh, I'm fired. Great, I forgot that you're also my supervisor. Uh, but I agree that there are many instances where there was no excuse, and you very easily could have put something there. And this is goddamn charming. It is. I have to say, this feels like the wallpaper for the classiest kitchen in Key West, Florida. This could be- Oh, man.
1: This would have killed in any place that's in the Key West place that you said, definitely.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Any place where a five-toed cat exists, this is going to be a fantastic, just fun- J- jubilant, like w- the celebration hasn't ended we keep it going with this page every which way i think going more into like color schematics like the bottom the sea greens a little bit more dense which is like nice and tonal but then above it it's super bright like the sun's still shining like we haven't gotten to the deep dark night of where this thing is going to go no. when the karaoke moves from christina aguilera to like some of the cranberries more b-sides and we <laughs> So we've got we've got some time before the night starts to go sour, like those martini whiskey sours that are going, martini whiskey sours that are going down so easily. This
1: card background belongs in a party house that doesn't have a fridge but has a cooler. Like
0: that's the that's the vibe <laughs> I'm getting. It has a cooler and it has three Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville brand blenders. And what what do we call them? Ice crushers. Oh, I'm Ice sorry. I <laughs> What did I call it? The soft serve ice machine. That's what I think. Soft serve ice machines. It's got, the, you know what? Honestly, no, no, we joke, but that honestly might be the trademark. I don't think they're allowed to call them blenders. They might call them Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville soft serve ice machines. <laughs> they make you the margarita right in there. So there's a, a house with that, no no fridge, and only has running water three days a week. And not the days you're there. Oh, no, no. Those days you're out there fishing for Grouper. But the, the limes are fun. It's a fun animation. The mint's fun. I don't know. There's something about it that's like, the word's not chibi, but there's something kind of like, I don't know, like overly like animated and cute. Like there's something cute about these yeah. uh, fresh herb leaves. There's something cute about these limes. It's playful. It's simplistic in its limes. Lines, the limes and it's the limes. It's simplistic in its limes. Exactly. Yeah. It's very. It's very simplistic in its limes, but it's not overly so where it looks like it's just like a quick drawing either way it's just i i feel very lighthearted when i see this page i, I think agree yeah that's a good one it's yeah. lifting
1: my spirits i hope this night goes really well for jody and her and her pussy cats you know i think i i so far things are looking good the bathroom has been vacated everyone is dancing on the makeshift floor the buffalo wings are mwah wet Mm. so yeah
0: they're so good yeah it's it's lemon pepper style those are delicious but of course melody who's also in the pussycats got the jamaican jerk style that's very tasty yeah then we've also got i'll remember a valerie of course and she's getting a different kind of but what kind of wing is she getting bobby uh she's getting a
1: three stooges which is when you take the bones of three other wings and you just sort of see how much meat is left in all of them and you just take that in your mouth and you know
0: it can work. And of course, they also invited their enemy, Alexandra Cabot, who oh. decided to just eat celery sticks. Oh,
1: she's the cheese heiress. Yeah. Can't she get, really she's is. so stuck yeah. up.
0: That's what you get when you invite somebody who owns Vermont cheese. And no, I didn't just look up the characters from Josie and the Pussycats. Nope, we didn't do it. You can't prove it. <laughs> no, you can't. And if you want to prove it, then subscribe. Then maybe I'll take your accusations seriously. <laughs> but in the meantime, you are nothing in to me. In the meantime, you're filth. <laughs> Moving on.
1: Okay. So... It's... May have stuck the landing here. It's actually the plainest Maybe. page. Of it. Maybe we'll see how the people feel when we do, when we do the poll. So the whole message, listener, ding 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 dong, reads: I love you more than a drunk girl loves complimenting strangers in bar bathrooms. We have a lovely lime wallpaper with some mint accent, and then the last page is all white. Back to the same maroonish bubble letters, fun time, which is a lot. So the whole message <laughs> is: I love you more than a drunk girl loves complimenting strangers in bar bathrooms. Which is a lot, period. Okay, so I would call this like a subtle denouement, you know, to the whole extravaganza here. But delivered what it promised, I think, overall Agreed. first impressions. Like, okay, a little softer landing than I was expecting. You know, more of a more of a quiet whisper in the ear than a shout to pull up the Uber. You know, Melendra has gotten drunk again and punched a police horse. So, <laughs> I... Dan, I th- I think it's I think it's okay. It doesn't wow me at the end, but I think it's stuck the landing so far. What do you think?
0: I mean, in regards to you have to give Melandra a little bit of credit here. Like, I don't justify her punching the horses, but she only knows one kind of cocktail to order, and it's rumple mints and soup. And you know, you shake that up on the rocks, and you never know which kind of soup you're going to get. Unfortunately, the bartender only had. Old England clam chowder available. And it really doesn't sit well with you because it is, talk about an old England. It is a very old England. We're talking like before the Magna Carta when it's all just a bunch of tribes getting together, drinking needle soup or whatever the hell it is. It's all soup-based, my jokes. And I agree that this card, it ends with a whimper, not a bang. But not so much in a way that feels like it is a whimper of sadness. More like it ends with a continuing thought that a, so okay two reasons why I like this card. One, it leaves us completely open to it just being a girls' night out card, which may which confirms that it is a continuation of the grand thesis of girls' night out. Because in no way is this like specifically bachelorette or birthday or sympathy or quinceanera or hey cool shoes man. Like it absolutely is just straight up we're going out and I love you. Which if that's not girls' night, I don't know what is. No. But then secondly it reads the way like a drunk person would talk. Yes, because
1: it does. It's very verisimilitude. That's how you use it.
0: You're the only one of the two of us who knows how to use it. So (laughs) by all means, you can use it as you please. But the way it's like, just like to play on the, you know, style, it's like, I love you more than a drunk girl loves complimenting strangers than bar bathrooms, which is a lot. Like it really, it almost plays like a character that's playing. Oh yeah. There are very few cards that we have reviewed so far that have successfully showed how it would be spoken quite literally out loud in their text, and I think this card, for all that you could criticize it for, like yeah, the the, the ending, like you said, is whimpery in that it is a white background. They keep with the font and the style of the glittering letters, but it feels like they're missing out on putting an extra lime in there, or 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 a mint or basil leaf. They 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 clearly sort of gave up, but I think it makes up for it even slightly in how they stuck the landing in tonality. Like they really they really did well there.
1: Yeah, I think that they landed. I think this ends up being sort of for me like a good not great, but I am really happy that you can give this card to your sink mate in the bathroom as you're reapplying your baloney twix colored makeup and lipstick and say, "Look, oh yeah. I'm a drunk girl in a bathroom complimenting you and I'm giving you this card to illustrate how much I love you." doing the thing I am doing and we've both been in this bathroom for how long now I can't remember When did I give you this card when have we ever not been in this bathroom before whose bachelorette (laughs) party are we stuck in like a loop
0: is it a bachelorette party I can't tell I think all my friends are married I don't think I have a non-married friend what's going on and while you're there you're like constantly putting your hands under the bad air dryer it's not even one of the excelsior ones one of the ancient ones that you still have to press the button on oh yeah and you're just trying to keep your hands warm because your circulation isn't great. And of course, you're wearing your favorite going out fanny pack that's all glittery and it says, Don't ask me, it tastes like diesel. And someone goes out of the stall and they're wearing the same fanny pack. And you're like, Shit, that looks good. And instead of saying it out loud, you, luckily, you bought 30 of these cards for the night, and you and you signed your name on all of them, and you just give it to this person, and it goes, and they say out loud, there's nothing I like more than handling a piece of paper touched by another person in a public bathroom. That's my favorite thing to do. Happy bachelorette party, Jody. No, is that? Yes,
1: Jody. Jody's the one.
0: Is Jody the Jody, one? Jody and
1: the Pussycats, yes, right? Jody and the Pussycats, yeah. That's what,
0: they, that's what she calls her friendship group. They've got another round of rumplements and old England clam chowder shots going on buffalo wings far as the eye can see. And
1: then, if you can believe it, they're ending the night. She orders a round of hit clips which is when you take one-sixth of every drink on the bar and pour them into a single glass and you have to finish it.
0: She's just like finishing the little drips of everything. So it's like the worst one bit of each. While there's an acoustic version of, it's tearing up my heart when I'm with you. I didn't even know they made an acoustic version of it, but the karaoke machine proved us wrong again. Well, it was either that or the techno
1: version of the Goo Goo Dolls Iris and I gotta tell you, that one just upsets people that's depressing
0: yeah Yeah, we don't have any time for that shut down the bar after that one Mm -mm. just zombie again for me bartender (laughs) both the drink and the song (laughs) but I don't want to be a zombie in our ratings in fact I have a very alive rating for this one but Bobby I want to hear yours first what would you rate this card on our fridge
1: I like it and I don't mean this as any insult but I think this one is going like near middle bottom of the fridge I think I want to see this one but probably bottom of the handle I want to see this I'll remember a good night out For listeners, sorry again if you can hear me sniffling a little bit. I I got a regular old cold, not a COVID cold, so forgive me. We'll never
0: forgive him. I
1: lasted this long. I almost didn't tell you, but then I thought lying or omitting would be worse. So my rating is that this card is good, not great, and it's going to stick at the bottom of the handle of the fridge and I really hope the message on the third page is a lot of explanation of a drunk person saying why they love me because it would be like, you are the truest friend I've ever known, except yeah. Melanie. Melanie is the truest friend I've ever, oh. that's not my drink, put that down, and she's sort of narrating no, the, what happens
0: in her own life. Oh day. my god Melanie took my drink again, this is why she's not my favorite and you're my, and favorite. You're my favorite. Wait, <laughs> hold on, Melanie's my favorite sometimes, but lo- it's not like that, and then it just goes on like that up until the back, and then it's just writing that down <laughs> and then she's left alone. I don't like to genderize these but like this is why like we got to find guys night cards we've got to find one that just says like for me but but i the thing is i don't even know if i want to do that because for my rating i'm just having a fun time with this card i like it i agree with you that i don't think it's going to win any blue ribbons at the pig fair but i have i'm hard pressed to find anything about it that i think deserves a harsh rating or one that i think it loses points on the white background on the Beginning and the end is not exactly striking me, but I think it makes up for it in the middle. And again, the tonality kind of hits hard. So I'm still going to give it a good rating. I agree with you, Bobby, on that. I think I'm going to put it a little bit higher. It's going to go top off center left of the fridge door because I like the idea of it being pretty close because I like the idea of seeing that delightful drink.
1: Yeah, the drink is great. I really think the, the cover is quite good.
0: It's a delightful cover, and I'll think to myself next time I look at it, oh, it's been a while since we've done a girls' night. And luckily they're doing an entire TLC karaoke night over at Bundles and Things, and we've got to get over there tonight. Clip clip shooter. Wait, what are they called? The uh, clips again? Hit clips. Hit clip shooters all around. <laughs> on me. Everyone get a hit clip. Come on. Oh, you only have Ricky Martin tonight? Perfectly fine. Pass them around.
1: It's BYOB at Bundles. Bring your own bundle, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. You come in with your own sack of stuff.
0: (laughs) We don't care what it is. As long as it doesn't blow up, you can bring it in. As long as it doesn't leak or blow up, you can bring your own bundle. And and if you have a bundle and a bindle, you get no percent off. And if you have a bundle and a bindle, you can once again reach out to
1: our podcast at GreetingsPod on Instagram or at GreetingsCast on Twitter. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to know how your girls' night out is going in Medias Race. Text us 1 a.m., 2 a.m., right around the time that people start to make decisions that cannot be undone. We want to know how it's going, and we want to know what card you've chosen to commemorate the occasion.
0: Yes, guys, DM us when you are out with your friends and things are about to get real south real quick by all means we're not going to help we're probably no. going to be in bed but what we want to do is hear the chaos from a distance because bobby and i will probably be sitting across the table from each other knee deep in our baloney mignons and we'll be like oh look
1: another girl's night yeah uh, man i'm gonna make myself a, a, a sloppy baloney joe right now and just uh, kick back and think about what a wonderful way we might have a boys night out cart i don't i really don't know if it exists i might be a unicorn damn. but i'm willing to go on the adventure with you
0: well there's only one way to find a unicorn and that is to go unicorn hunting that phrase probably could have... I could have spent more time working on that one. No. I just saw Legend recently, so I'm thinking about dead unicorns, and it's making they sense. They need to know, and if we learn anything from Harry
1: Potter, it is that unicorn blood is delicious. Great stuff, guys. It comes out silver, right? Yeah, Peter Lugers. Yeah, the unicorn blood is usually silver. <laughs>
0: guys, come out for Peter Lugers. Uh, you say you're going to get the fish and chips there, but you stay for the unicorn blood. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye. laughs>
1: Pay for the unicorn blood.